0: It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 days to a more effective compliance program is Affiliated Monitors. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox, back again with Vin DeCiani, founder and president, CEO of Affiliated Monitors. Uh, for another discussion around Boards of Directors and Compliance. Welcome back, Vin. Thanks, Tom. Nice to see you. And I wanted to maybe visit with you a little bit about what you see or some of the key areas that a board needs to make inquiry into, ask questions around, exercise oversight for compliance function.
1: Sure. Um, I'll give you a couple. Um, One is do they understand what the compliance program is all about? You know, do they have that fundamental understanding of the compliance function, what it really is intended to do, that it is not the police department of the company, that it really is intended to send out messaging and work on, you know, detection uh, programs, uh, educating the staff on, you know, all of the various aspects of Compliance and where there are risks and how to deal with that, and then how do you deal with failures? You know, from at the at the compliance level in terms of discipline and enforcement, does the compliance um, does the board rather really understand all of those fundamental elements? And, and sometimes that takes training of the board, right, um, to, to to develop that understanding. Um, and so you do have to have a board that's engaged and that is interested. So that's number one, is just its lack of understanding. Another one is something I've talked about before, and that is, does the board have an understanding of the resources that are needed to have an effective compliance program? Um, and, I, you know, again, I've seen some compliance programs that are beautifully resourced. Uh, and yet the focus of compliance and ethics is sort of missing the mark. You know, so they're doing lots of these uh, splashy initiatives. I call it a neon signs. You know, so this week they have that initiative. The next week they have the next initiative because they have the dollars to do it, but they're not necessarily doing the right thing. But I think resources um, is a very important element to any good uh, compliance program. And that's going to, you know, come from the boards, at the board level to understand what funding is needed. And then the third is... How does the board assess the effectiveness of a compliance program? You know, it needs to have that fundamental understanding of a program. And, you know, too often um, it is limited to information about the compliance program that is supplied by the compliance officer through the audit committee or through the president in a quarterly report. Um, And that's what they're getting in terms of whether or not the compliance program is effective. And the board is not necessarily doing the kinds of things that I think a board really should do to test the effectiveness of a program. So those are three areas that I think boards should be thinking about.
0: Let me pick up on that last point, because uh, I've obviously heard you and your colleagues talk about proactive proactive monitoring could that same concept of proactive monitoring apply to a board testing effectiveness?
1: Absolutely. It, it's, it's, and really, it's the place where it um, derives. That's where it should originate. And that is because a board, as we have talked about, really does need to be involved with the compliance program um, and to understand how effective it is. And so how does a board do that? Well, you can do it, as I said, through reports from the compliance officer on a quarterly basis or a compliance committee or the internal audit committee of the board could engage a third-party assessor to come in and test the effectiveness of the program. I, you know, For a number of years, we were the monitor for a very large company, um, and they had a great compliance committee, and the board was very engaged. Um, and, and the first thing I asked them, Uh, when I met with the board was, how do you know what's going on in the field? Do you have any sense of whether or not the dollars that you've spent in creating this compliance uh, program is effective? Are you taking the temperature of the field, right? Because that's where a lot of things occur that boards aren't aware of. Um, Again, companies that have had FCPA violations, things happening in the field that nobody knows about. And haven't hasn't been haven't been looking at, um, and so I always ask them that question: Are you taking the temperature of the field? Now, how do you do that? Well, we know we they, the companies do surveys and that kind of thing, and sometimes they'll do their own focus groups. Sometimes they'll <laughs> do visits but they get the company line too often um, when they're doing that. And so having the third party come in and do that kind of work as engaged through the board is really going to inform the board directly as to what's going on. So this is not coming through an engagement through the compliance office. It really is coming in through an engagement from the board. Just think about the difference there, because that's going to educate the board in terms of how effective the program is, where there are weaknesses, where there are gaps, where maybe they need to strengthen the compliance officer. You know, maybe they need to look at compliance perhaps in a different way. Maybe the training program isn't really effective. Maybe, you know, the different aspects of it. That's a great education for a board um, on, on testing the effectiveness of the
0: program. Could I change the words third parties to independent? Sure. And ask you why an independent... Uh, Not a law firm associated with the company, not someone who the compliance officer has engaged in to help uh, create a compliance program. Why a true independent can be of such great value to a board of directors in that exercise? The,
1: the, The first consideration is how well can a company assess itself? Right. I mean, there's natural bias, there's natural subjectivity in everything that they're doing. Having an independent that has no skin in the game, that is just looking at things, you know, at face value, um, that's a big difference. Um, So I, I always talk about the fact that it's very hard for a company to assess itself it's very hard for a compliance officer to assess its own his own his his or her own effectiveness and the training and all of those kinds of things without that bias without that um sort of filter of i really want to find out that i'm doing well so i can eat and continue you know doing what i'm doing without those sort of um Uh, considerations, having the neutral come in that's a professional, that knows how to test a program, that knows how to look deeply into the culture of the company, it makes such a big difference. You know, when we did this, uh, again, we did a company not too long ago, and we did... We talked to thousands of people in the company and they had 30,000 employees. And we did it. We did the company wide survey. And so there was again, no bias, no boss looking over the shoulder of the guy answering the the survey. It was just a new, you know, a natural and neutral type of environment. Um, after we got the feedback and we gave it to the compliance committee, the reaction of the head of the compliance committee is, our people have spoken. They're telling us this is this things that are not right here, and we need to deal with them. You wouldn't have gotten that type of insight, Tom. I don't think, from having the company assess itself, because they've been doing it. You know, they're doing their own surveys, they're doing pulse surveys, and they were doing you know focus groups, and they're not getting the real answers and the perspectives of people uh, within the company.
0: Ben, uh, we're moving towards the end of our time on this episode, but I was wondering if you had maybe three key takeaways you could share with our audience.
1: Sure. Uh, you know, again, it comes from the topics that I mentioned. One is, you know, boards need to be engaged in understanding what the program is, what it's about, the fact that it can't be a siloed, you know, department within the company. And it really needs to run across, you know, all aspects of the, of the company, Crucial. You know that buy-in to the program is going to be crucial from the board. The second thing is, and I've said it a million times, the resources that the board makes available um, or forces, uh, you know, the, the 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 purses to be opened up for compliance is crucial. And then the third is testing the effectiveness of the program on a regular basis, and it doesn't have to be every fifteen minutes or every year even, but just getting that third party's, view of the program is invaluable you know that price that you're going to pay for that that assessment um, is going to teach the the, the the board more than it ever knew or could have known from just doing it internally.
0: Ben uh, I wanted to thank you again for taking the time to visit with me and I hope that we can uh, continue this conversation.
1: Always happy to talk to you Tom thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, where in the month of August, we're going to take a look at the role of the board of directors in a best practices compliance program. Once again, thanks to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's series. This production of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. I hope you will join me again tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top
1: business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.